Well, praise the Lord. This morning we're going to be learning some Spanish on the service. It has been said it's never too late to learn. Is that right? Um, let me uh, share something with you. Uh, if somebody say it is the week of Thanksgiving, let me remind you, uh, you should be thankful. I am thankful that God has chosen Green Pines to do the works this morning, and he will continue to doing his works. God has chosen Green Pines. Be thankful. Be thankful. Keep your eyes on the Lord. Keep your eyes on the Lord. <coughs> Deberíamos estar agradecidos, como decimos en la mañana. Um, hay mucho por qué agradecer, pero gracias a Dios que Dios escogió la iglesia Green Pines para manifestar la obra de Dios, lo cual nos congregamos esta mañana juntos, alabando a Dios. Esa es la obra de Dios. Y deberíamos estar agradecidos por lo que Dios está haciendo en este lugar y continuará haciendo su obra. Um, I want to share something uh, from the scripture. Of, uh, open your Bible, Luke 18. Um, and be quick because I do not have a lot of time. <laughs> Abran sus Biblias en el libro de Lucas, capítulo 18. Capítulo 18. Um, as I was praying about this morning, what can I share? Where can I go? And it is something small, but it is something that we can see, that by faith we can see things, the invisible things, okay? By believing, we can see God in our life, okay? Luke 18. <clears throat> Lo que quiero compartir esta mañana es algo muy, muy um, sencillo, pero creo que nos ayuda a ver eh, las obras de Dios por medio de la fe cuando creemos en Dios, Vemos lo que no se ve por medio de la fe. Vemos las cosas de Dios. Verse, eight, uh, verse 42 and 43. Many of you know what happened. Okay? Uh, the story where Christ healed the blind. By faith, he received the sight. But only, uh, we're going to be using only two verses this morning. 42. And Jesus said to him, recover your sight, your faith has made you well. And this is going to be more like a Bible study, if you will. But recover your, um, your sight, your faith has made you well. I want us to share, to talk a little bit about faith. What did he mean by your faith? What did he mean by that? That he means that I can believe something that can become true? That he means that I can have power on my own? I can believe things and make something happen? What do he means by that? I believe that he means that if you truly believe in Christ, okay, if you believe in Christ, that he is the son of God, that you can, that he can do things for you, that he can help you to see, it can be seen, okay, by faith, your faith. You believe in me, what he's saying, you believe in me, it shall happen. It shall be done. Remember, knock, and it shall be open unto you. 
It's what we believe, on who we, we, we trust, on who we truly believe. It's not that we believe that something is going to happen, but we believe unto him that is able to do mighty things. We believe in him. Eso es lo que explica el versículo 42. Uh, dice el versículo 42, Y Jesús le dijo, recibe la vista, y tu fe te ha salvado. Okay? Tu fe te ha salvado. No está, no está diciendo que si creemos, podemos hacer algo, podemos convertir algo, podemos pensar que vamos a hacer algo y se hace. Lo que está diciendo la Escritura, la Palabra de Dios, que si de veras crees en Jesús, quién Jesús es, Jesús se acerca a tu vida, llega a tu vida, se manifiesta en tu vida, y puedes ver las cosas de Dios. Puedes ver al Hijo de Dios, y ahora ves lo que no veías por medio de Jesucristo. Por medio de Jesucristo. Let me share this morning. Let me ask you this morning. Um, what do you see this morning? Do you see God working? Or do you just think it's something special, something beautiful? Or do you see the works of God? Because of what do you, who do you believe? You believe God is working in this place? You believe God working in all the many places? There's the works of God. And we believe in him, and we see him by faith. We can gain the sight, we can see the things of God by whom we believe by faith. Verse 43. <clears throat> Verse 43. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. Gave praise to God. I, just, I found something interesting here uh, on verse 43 that we uh, sometimes, uh, in some point in your life, perhaps you believe in Christ and you trust Christ, your Lord, as your Savior. But the question is, this is the question that you should ask yourself, am I following Christ? Whether I just believe and I let him go that I'm walking with him, that I'm praising the Lord in my life, that I'm praising Christ every day, or that I just know about Christ. This man that was healed, he followed the Lord and praising God, walking with him, okay? Following him because he, want, he believed in him and he, want, he wanted to see more, obviously, something that was revealed to him, the works of God. He wanted to see the works of God. He wanted to see God. En el versículo 43, <coughs> dice, Y al instante recibió la vista y le siguió glorificando a Dios. Y todo el pueblo, cuando lo vio, dio alabanza a Dios. Dio alabanza a Dios. Lo que podemos ver en la Escritura, de que, mi pregunta es esta, que probablemente algunos de nosotros confiamos en el Señor o creímos en el Señor Jesucristo, pero a lo mejor no estamos cerca de Él. No caminamos cerca con Él. Okay? Probablemente nos olvidamos de Él. Él se fue. Okay? Y quedamos creyendo. 
pero no caminamos cerca con Él. No andamos en el camino viendo las obras de nuestras vidas. Andando cerca con el Señor Jesucristo podemos glorificar a Dios todo el tiempo. Viendo las obras de Dios, viendo que Dios está en mi vida, glorificando a Dios. Gracias a Dios. Gracias al Señor. Okay? Andando cerca de Dios. By the way, I don't have a, I don't have no watch. Let me know when to shut up. <laughs> Most of the Spanish don't, don't really use watch. We just, you know. We come late, that's, that's fine. We get there early, it's fine. <clears throat> um, I just want to make two conclusions or applications, perhaps. I don't know which one. You can take either, either one. But what I see here, okay, what I see here that only when we're closer to God, we can see the works of God, okay? These people were obviously happened to be right there with this blind man, okay? And they saw the works of God. They were right there. They were right there. Okay? Now, question for you. When is the last time that you saw God working in your life? Are you walking closer to the Lord? If you do, maybe you're praising God every day. But if you don't, maybe you think about, about Him sometimes. But perhaps you don't praise God as you should do. So, you want to see the Lord? You want to see God? Be closer. Be closer to the Lord. Be, whether in a ministry, be a part of something, go in the community, okay? Be a part of something. Be, be what God is working, okay? The blind man, he was blind and believed that he can see. We can see. Sometimes we're having a hard time to believe. Okay. Lo que podemos ver en la escritura esta mañana, hermanos, de que um, podemos ver la obra de Dios cuando estamos cerca de Dios. Okay. Entre más estemos cerca del Señor, podemos ver al Señor sus obras. Pero cuando estamos cerca de él, cuando estamos cerca de él, viendo a él, buscando a él, okay, podemos ver las obras de Dios. Podemos ver la presencia de Dios. Si buscamos a Dios, okay. si este hombre fue sanado, aunque aún siendo ciego, creía en la palabra de Dios, creía en el Señor, y recibió la vista, ¿ok? Recibió la vista. Nosotros que vemos a veces, tenemos, batallamos para creer. ¿Por qué? Cree en la palabra de Dios. ¿Ok? Cree en la palabra de Dios. <coughs> Second point. Um, we also see here, let me ask you, let me say this. If you are struggling to believe Be closer to someone that believes. There was people here close to this man that believed that Christ can be able to recover the sight. You having a hard time to believe? 
Look around. Look around where God is working. Look around where somebody is doing something that perhaps doesn't make no sense, but he knows that he's doing something for what the Lord has him to do. Look around. Okay? Be closer. Be, be watchful. <coughs> si hay algo que nos batallamos, eh, si nos batallamos para, para creer en las cosas de Dios y no eh, creemos, probablemente estamos 50 y 50, acércate a alguien que, que probablemente él cree la palabra de Dios, que él cree la obra de Dios y serás bendecido. Habrá bendiciones en tu vida que, que ves que Dios hace en aquellos que creen su palabra. Okay? En aquellos que creen su palabra, Dios trabaja. Okay? Don't forget, don't forget. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And, and so as we hear, as we follow, and we be obedient to the word, we continue, we see by faith, by faith. I believe my time is up. Let me pray. Let me pray this morning. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your word. We are thankful this morning, Lord. We are thankful to be to see the presence of God in this place, to see God in our life. Father, help us to see you. Help us to not become weary in our walk, but continually looking at you, looking unto him, the author of our faith, who gave himself for the joy. Lord, place joy in our life that we might give everything up and we follow. We follow Christ. I ask that you come this morning and speak to our hearts. I ask for my pastor. You will use his lips, and Father, that you will use your word and apply your word according to your purpose in each heart. Help us to be real. Help us to listen. Help us to see the works of you. I ask for your spirit to work in us. Come, join us this morning in Christ's name. Amen. wish to share a scripture that speaks to one reason why we may not see God at work. What keeps us from seeing God at work? Okay. Because it's the pastor that... Um Continuando en la, en, eh, enfocándose el punto de ver las obras de Dios, esta mañana eh, él también va a estar compartiendo un poco por qué a veces no vemos las obras de Dios. So, we're going to talk about the ninth commandment as we look at the ten commands, which is to say we're not to bear false witness against one another. Vamos a estar viendo el, el noveno mandamiento donde platica por qué no... Confesar eh, eh, falsos testimonios con otros entre nosotros mismos. As we turn to Exodus chapter 20, verse 15, I want to ask this question. I want to ask if you will raise your hand uh, if this is true of you. Busca en tu Biblia 
el capítulo 19 en uh, Éxodos, capítulo 19, versículo 15. Y la pregunta va a ser, alza tu mano si esto es verdad en tu vida o no. How many of you struggle with lying? Raise your hand. ¿Cuántos de ustedes batallan para mentir? Alcen tus manos. Okay, yeah. So look around, look around, and note the ones who don't have their hands raised. They have serious problems with lying. Mira alrededor de ustedes, y si hay alguien que no levantó su mano, probablemente hay serios problemas. I'm sorry for tricking you like that, but it's, uh, it's important for us to understand we need to hear this text. Nos disculpan. Me disculpan si lo traté de esa manera, pero es importante ver si de veras la palabra está aplicada en ti. It seems that I'm talking to a murderous, thieving, lying group here this morning, and we need the Ten Commandments. Como si estuviéramos predicándole al grupo que asesinó a Esteban, los cuales mintieron. So let me read, and then, then you'll read. Let's stand as we read together Exodus 20, in honor of this being God's word. Verse 1, and God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourselves a carved image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing steadfast love to thousands of those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. The Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter or your male servant or your female servant or your livestock or the sojourner who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Honor your father and your mother that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God has given you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. Éxodos 20, versículo 1 dice, Habló Dios todas estas palabras diciendo, Soy yo el Señor tu Dios, que te ha quedado, que, te ha, que sea de, de la tierra de Egipto, de la casa de, de servidumbre. No tendrás otros dioses delante de mí, no te harás ídolos. Ni semejanzas alguna de lo que está arriba ni en la tierra, arriba ni en la tierra ni en el cielo, ni abajo en la tierra, ni en las aguas debajo de la tierra. No los adorarás ni los servirás porque yo, el Señor, tu Dios, soy Dios celoso que castigo la iniquidad de los padres sobre los hijos hasta la tercera y cuarta generación de los que me obedecen. Y muestra misericordia a millares a los que me aman y agradan mis mandamientos. No tomarás el nombre del Señor tu Dios vano, porque el Señor no tendrá por, in, 
inocente, inocente al que tome su nombre en vano. Acuérdate del día del reposo para santificarlo. Seis días, de tra seis días trabajarás y harás toda tu obra. Más el séptimo día de día de reposo para el Señor, tu Dios, no harás en él obra alguna. Tú, ni tu hijo, ni tu hija, ni tu siervo, ni tu sierva, ni tu, ni tu ganado, ni el extranjero que está, en, que está contigo. Porque en seis días hizo el Señor los cielos y la tierra, el mar y todo lo que en ellos hay, y reposó en él el séptimo día. Por tanto, el Señor bendijo el día de reposo a los, y lo santificó. Honra, honra a tu Dios, honra a tu padre y a tu madre, para que tus días sean, que sean largos en la tierra que el Señor tu Dios te da. No matarás, no contentarás adulterios. No hurtarás, no darás falsos testimonios contra tus prójimos. First, let me give the explanation of this command. We need to understand that truth is truth because God knows it to be true. It is reality. In primer lugar, tenemos que entender y considerar que la palabra de Dios es verdad. Es la verdad de Dios. Truth is not something that God discovers. He doesn't learn that two plus two equals four, but it's something he knows to be true. Therefore, it is truth. La verdad de Dios no es algo que Dios descubrió y nos las presentó. We, no es algo que él aprendió que dos más dos son cuatro. Es la verdad de Dios. We cannot separate truth from the nature of God. No podemos separar la verdad del, del ser de Dios. And so this is, first we see a command against lying in all of its forms. Aquí vemos el mandamiento donde dice, no mentirás o a levantar falsos testimonios con tu prójimo. Sometimes there is the half-truth or the exaggeration or the omission of truth. A veces hay poco de verdad entre nosotros. O la mitad de verdad, pero no un 100% la verdad. And then there's this straight lie. We make up stuff. Y a veces hay, claramente, se manifiesta la mentira. It's any time we portray something that is not true to reality. Se ve cuando eh, eh, conseguimos o manifestamos lo que no es la verdad. It's important to note the order of this command, that it is the ninth command, and the last command is a summary of the first command of no coveting. Este mandamiento es muy importante de explicarlo y a reconocer que es la verdad. I would argue that you are not able to sin unless it is involved with a lie. Podría... Um, Discutir contigo que no hay otra manera de pecar, ¿ok? Especialmente cuando empezamos a mentir, nos lleva al pecado. If you think back to the very first sin of Adam and Eve before God, they believed the lie of Satan that God did not want them to be wise like he. Recuerda al principio 
cuando Adán y Eva pecaron por la mentira de uh, Satanás que les mintió, empezó con la mentira. When we sin today is because we are telling ourselves a lie and believing it. Ahora cuando nosotros pecamos porque hablamos mentira y creemos y no mintemos nosotros mismos. I may lie to Jose, but I will do so because I believe that God will not hold me uh, in account for the lie I tell him. Probablemente le podría mentir a Jose creyendo que Dios no me tomaría como responsable de mi mentira. That thought itself is not reality. It is not true to what God says. Simplemente en la idea esa es mentira que creemos mentir delante de Dios. But notice this command is not just about lying. It's talking about bearing false witness against your neighbor. Pero en este mandamiento no solo eh, explica de la mentira, pero confesar falsos testimonios entre nosotros mismos. This has to do with how I treat someone else and Jesus saying that I am to love my neighbor. Esto tiene que ver de cómo eh, 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 nos tratamos uno con otro y Jesucristo dijo, amense uno con otro. I am speaking comments that will injure someone else. Hablando comentarios que puedan herir a otra persona o a mis alrededores. So we cannot just think, oh, he's prohibiting lying. He's also talking about how I treat one another with my words. Y por eso no puede decir que él no está enfocado en la mentira. So now that we have some understanding of this command, let's look at the objective of the command. What was it that God was trying to do? Ahora que les expliqué un poco del mandamiento, pongan atención y vamos a mirar cuál es el objetivo, el objetivo del mandamiento. To answer this question, ask ourselves, why do we lie? Para poder contestar esta pregunta, puedes preguntarte tú solo, ¿por qué miento? Maybe it's to keep myself from looking bad or maybe bring some benefit to myself. Maybe I want to avoid an awkward conversation. Probablemente porque cuando mentemos, probablemente porque queremos, quiero presentarme de otra manera lo que no soy o puedo, o quiero beneficiarme de una manera. The motive is exalting myself and the use of words to exalt myself. El objetivo de la mentira es cuando queremos Presentar algo de lo que no somos. So God is attacking our tendency to make ourselves God. Dios nos está recordando y atacándonos con su palabra, recordándonos de que no deberíamos de practicar la mentira y podernos manifestar como si fuéramos de Dios. The problem with lying is it seems to intensify our sinful characteristics. El problema de la mentira eh, eh, manifiesta o revela el, las características de cada uno de nosotros. Perhaps maybe I don't believe God says that we are made in the image of God and I believe a lie. Probablemente decimos que o no creemos que somos hechos a la imagen de Dios y podemos creer la misma mentira. So I start hating that person and speaking bad things about that person. And before long, my hate intensifies because of what I'm doing to him. Let me ask you this question. Who is the greatest influence in your life? 
déjame preguntarte, ¿quién es la influencia más grande que hay en tu vida? You think maybe a father, a teacher, maybe my spouse. ¿Crees que probablemente el papá, la esposa, o alguien? Chances are it's probably someone who's talked the most to you. La posibilidad es de que probablemente quien influye tu vida es el que conversa contigo más. But let me ask you, who talks to you more than yourself? Ahora déjame preguntarte, ¿quién, quién platica más de ti mismo? Are you not always talking to yourself right now? ¿A poco no siempre continúas? ¿Estás hablando tú solo en tu mente? You may be saying to yourself, that Spanish sounds interesting. Probablemente estarás diciendo, hmm, el español se me hace interesante. You may be saying, Jose is a sharp looking guy. <laughs> No? <laughs> okay. We are constantly talking to ourselves. Pero continuamente estamos hablando entre nosotros mismos. So what do we do when the greatest liar to ourself is ourself? ¿Qué es lo que hacemos cuando la mentira más grande que ocurre en nosotros? So when he says, don't bear false witness, don't tell yourself Lies that turns you into a monster that is anti-Christ. Cuando él nos recuerda de que no levantemos falsos testimonios aún con nosotros mismos ni con los vecinos ni con tu, eh, tu vecino. Dios no quiere que practiquemos la mentira. We are is so easy for us to live on a, an illusion and not reality. Es muy fácil para nosotros vivir en la ilusión y no en la realidad. We are so saturated with lies that only those who love the truth will even be able to recognize the truth. Estamos muy ansiosos, vivimos ansiosos con la mentira, de mentir. Y la persona ni sabe cuál es la mentira y cuál es la verdad. I want you to consider what God says about false witnessing and lying. Quiero que consideres lo que dice la palabra de Dios acerca de los falsos testimonios. Consider Psalm 5, verse 6. You destroy those who speak lies. The Lord abhors or hates the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. Considera Salmo 5, 6. Yo destruiré aquel que hace mentira. Yo, el Señor, aquel que tiene torste. Por la, por la, por la deseo de la mentira. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 16 through 19. There are six things that the Lord hates, seven that are an abomination to him, haughty eyes, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run to evil, a false witness who breathes out lies, and one who sows discord among brothers. Proverbios 6, 6 19. Dice, hay seis cosas que, que el Señor odia. La abominación, la mentira, el, la, la mentira, el deseo sobre la mentira. Todo eso es la maldad que hay entre nosotros. Proverbs 12, verse 22. 
The Lord detests lying lips, but delights in all who are faithful. Proverbios 12, 22. El Señor odia la mentira, pero se regoza en los labios de la verdad. Psalm 15, verse 1 through 3. O Lord, who shall dwell in your holy hill? He who walks blamelessly and does what is right and speaks truth in his heart. Who does not slander with his tongue and does no evil to his neighbor, nor takes up a reproach against his friend? En Salmos, Salmos 15, del 1 al 3, dice, Oh, Señor, ¿quién, quién morará en tu, en tu santo, santo monte? Aquel que habla la verdad, aquel que sigue, que desea la fidelidad, aquel que tiene verdad en su corazón, ellos serán los que morarán. In Revelation, the Bible describes the dwelling place of God, what the final destination will be for those who love Him. And we see this in Revelation 21, verse 8. In the book of Apocalypse, it reminds us the word of God that those who practice, who desire the truth of God, who live the truth of God, will receive things that never have entered their hearts. But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. And then 22, verse 14. Blessed are those who wash their robes so that they may have the right to the tree of life, that they may enter the city by the gates. Outside are the dogs and sorcerers and the sexually immoral and murderers and idolaters and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you about these things for the churches. I am the root and the descendant of David, the bright morning star. Aquellos que practicaron la violencia, aquellos que son asesinos, aquellos que son adulteros, aquellos que son, aquellos que no desean la verdad, serán echados al lago de fuego, porque Dios envió a su ángel, envió a su hijo, al mundo para testificar de la verdad de la palabra de Dios que todo es la verdad y la palabra de Dios la cual nos ha dado a nosotros. In the early church, you get record of God's thoughts toward those who lie, and you see this very powerfully in Acts chapter 5, in the story of Ananias and Sapphira. En las primeras en los primeros cristianos o las primeras iglesias que se le llama la primera iglesia, vamos a ver lo que le pasó a Ananías por mentir lo que le sucedió. In that story, Ananias and Sapphira sell their land and use the money and they say they, say they give all their money to the church and tell the church leaders this, but it was not true. Ananías y su esposa, unos de ustedes recuerdan donde ellos vendieron su terreno para entregar la posesión a la iglesia, lo, lo cual ellos se habían entregado, pero mintieron porque no vendieron el terreno en lo que ellos decían. So remember, they are lying to God's people, the leaders of the church, the authorities that God had placed in that church. But notice in Acts 5, verse 3, what's being said. Ellos le mintieron a la iglesia y mintieron a los líderes de la iglesia pero lo más importante que mintieron fue a Dios. Vamos a ver en el, en el libro de Hechos, capítulo 5, versículo 3. Peter said, 
Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and to keep back for yourself part of the proceeds of the land? Lying to the authorities God had placed in that church was lying to God. And the Bible says that they quickly were uh, dead after this lie. Cuando ellos vendieron el terreno y vinieron a la iglesia a traer la posesión que tenían de ofrenda, que le mintieron al Espíritu Santo, más Pedro dijo, Ananías, ¿por qué ha llenado Satanás tu corazón para mentir al Espíritu Santo y darte, y darte con parte del, del, del precio del terreno? You have to wonder what lie did Ananias and Sapphira tell themselves for them to do this work. Considera la mentira que Ananías hizo, la grande mentira para poder presentar o recibir estas consecuencias. Let me read to you Matthew 12, verse 33 to 36. It is a scripture that will bring fear in your heart. Deja leerte una porción de la escritura en Mateo. Esta porción de escritura te traerá miedo a tu corazón por el valor de la palabra de Dios. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree bad and its fruit bad, for the tree is known by its fruit. You brood of vipers, how can you speak good when you are evil? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. The good person out of his good treasure brings forth good, and the evil person out of his evil treasure brings forth evil. I tell you, son, the day of judgment. I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will give an account for every careless word. They speak, for by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. En Mateo 12, 12, 36. Mateo 12, 36, dice, Los frutos se manifestarán, o el árbol se manifestará por su fruto. El árbol malo da malo fruto, el árbol bueno da fruto bueno. Así se manifestará aquel so this is God's judgment, not just on our words, but on our heart that is exalting themselves before God. Estas son las consecuencias o son el, el castigo de Dios cuando nosotros mintemos. No solamente le mintemos a la persona, pero le mintemos a Dios. So how do we apply this command to us today? Ahora, ¿cómo podemos aplicar este mandamiento en nuestras vidas? The first application is the obvious one in that in regards to a legal situation in the court. La primera aplicación es lo importante y la cual debería de aplicarse en nuestro ser. But let's speak also about even a broader application that is in our everyday life relationship to our neighbors. Pero hay que aplicarla también en, en, en el diario, en nuestra vida. What, what is the opposite of bearing false witness against your neighbor? Is it not to tell truth for your neighbor? Instead of tearing a person down, is it not also building a person up? Hablar la verdad para que no maltrates o, de, o 
desanimes la persona, pero hablando con la verdad, haces crecer la persona. The greatest thing I can tell my neighbor is the gospel of Jesus Christ, the truth of Jesus Christ. La mejor palabra, lo mejor que le puedo decir a mi vecino es del evangelio de Jesucristo, lo que él es para mí. But this passage, this command also has impact on the area of gossip. En este mandamiento también tiene la aplicación y se aplica en el deseo de, de rumores. Let me share with you a definition of gossip. Déjame compartir contigo la definición de desear. When you are transferring information or opinions about a person to someone else without any redeeming purpose. Cuando practicamos el deseo de acerca la mentira, tratamos de decirle a alguien probablemente algo que no es falso de la persona que probablemente no consideramos en nuestras vidas another way of saying that is when I'm talking to a person about a problem and that person is neither part of the problem or the solution de otra manera podemos aclararlo es de que si la persona no tiene que ver en la situación o no es beneficios para resolver la situación no hay que hacerlo in many cases, we will assume the worst about that person instead of lovingly hope for the best. In muchos casos, probablemente lo haremos man, man, uh, imaginarnos algo peor de la persona cuando deberíamos de amarla y acercarnos a la persona. When you love people, you don't enjoy talking about the bad qualities of that person. Cuando de veras amas a la persona, no disfrutas la mentira. No se aplica en ti el hablar lo que no es verdad. I love my children, but I know they've got some qualities uh, that need improvement. Amo a mis hijos, pero yo sé que también les falta más para llegar a la calidad. My father can say the same about me. Mi padre podría decir también probablemente lo mismo de mí. I may be in a situation where I have to talk to a, an authority about their bad qualities. Podría estar en la situación de la autoridad probablemente para decir algo en contra de ellos o los falsos testimonios que han cometido. I'll do it, but I don't relish it. I don't enjoy it. I will quickly say what needs to be said. But do so with a grieving heart. Si lo haría, lo haría, pero probablemente no sería algo que yo disfrutaría en sentarme y hablar con alguien para decir lo falso que hay entre ellos. Jesus said the commandments are summed up by loving God and loving others. Jesucristo nos recordó el mandamiento, cómo vivir, amar a Dios y amar a otros. When I love the church, when I love the people that are here, I don't want to assume the worst, but I hope for the best. Cuando estoy aquí en la presencia en la iglesia y yo amo a la iglesia, amo a, a, a la gente, pero no trato de practicar asumirme las cosas que no son. Let me share with you how Jesus fulfills this command. Déjame platicarte lo que cómo Jesucristo terminó este mandamiento. Jesus said, "I am the way." The truth, the life, 
no one comes to the Father but through me. Jesucristo dijo, yo soy el camino y la verdad. Nadie viene al Padre sino por mí. Jesus was asked about truth by Pilate when he was going to the cross. Jesucristo platicó un poco, recordó de la verdad um, antes de ser crucificado. And John 18, verse 37 to 38, Pilate said to him, So you are a king? And Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this purpose I was born. And for this purpose I have come into the world to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. And Pilate said to him, What is truth? And after he said this, he went back outside to the Jews and told them, I find no guilt in him. Jesucristo recordó a Pilato en la verdad antes de ser crucificado. Le dijo eh, Pilato, dime, ¿tú eres el rey de los judíos? Jesucristo dijo, tú lo has dicho, que yo soy la verdad. En cuando Pilato salió afuera, conversó y afirmó que no había ninguna mentira en Jesucristo, lo cual podía ser libre. Jesus said, I've come to bear witness to what is reality. And the reality is, I am king over all. Jesucristo dijo, yo vine para afirmar la realidad, y la realidad es de que yo soy el rey de todo. And so when he humbles himself to the death of the cross, and rises again from the dead, God has something very important he has to say to Jesus. Así es que cuando él murió, y fue resucitado. Dios tiene la, la verdad de cómo uh, unirnos, cómo manifestar la realidad de Jesucristo. God the Father says to God the Son, at the name of your name, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and truth will finally reign. Jesus fulfills the truth. Dios dijo a Jesucristo, en tu nombre, en tu nombre, todo se reunirá y todo se reinará en el nombre de ti, de Jesucristo. Y eso es la verdad. Y eso continuará la verdad de Dios en Jesucristo, quien ha sido enviado. So consider that thought with 1 John chapter 1, verse 5 through 10. Considera este versículo en la primera de Juan This is the message we've heard from him and proclaim to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. Y este, y este es el mensaje que hemos oído de él, y que os anunció Dios es luz, y en él no hay tinieblas alguna. Si no decimos que tenemos, si no, si decimos que no tenemos comunión, comunión con él, pero, da, pero 
hagamos, andamos en tinieblas, mentemos nosotros mismos, y la verdad no está entre nosotros. Mas si andamos en la luz como Él está en la luz, tenemos comunión los unos con los otros, y la sangre de Jesucristo, su Hijo, nos ha limpiado de todo pecado. Y si decimos que no tenemos pecado, nos engañamos a nosotros mismos, y la verdad no está en nosotros. Si confesamos nuestros pecados, Él es fiel y justo para perdonar los pecados y para limpiar de toda maldad. Y si decimos que no hemos pecado, le hemos hecho a Él mentiroso, y su palabra no está en nosotros. So when I hear that word, I consider either we are all liars, confessed and cleansed before God, or God is a liar and all is lost. Al considerar esa escritura, considera esto, si ahora que sabes que la mentira está en nosotros, si decimos que no mintemos, nos mintemos a nosotros, o creemos que Dios es mentiroso. Aren't you glad that God is not a liar and that with his truth comes mercy and forgiveness so that he can reign in our heart? So if someone says any disparaging remarks about me and my person, I can say, oh, you only know half. <laughs> if you could only know the truth. I have no more pride to rise up against because the truth is even uglier than you may say. Ahora dice que si alguien eh, platica sobre a mí, falso o verdad, podría decir, no sabes ni la mitad, no sabes ni la mitad de mí, pero yo confío en volver a, resurre, a, a, a vivir en medio de, en me, por medio de la fe en la palabra de Dios. But praise God. He loves me. God loves me knowing these heinous things about me and is forgiving me and cleansing me to make me new. Pero gloria sea a Dios de que Dios sabiendo que no soy perfecto me ha bañado con su misericordia, con su gracia y me ha salvado, me ha perdonado mis pecados. So let me ask this question. Is Jesus reigning in your heart? Is he king over your heart, all of your life, until that happens, you are living a lie. Ahora, déjame preguntarte, Dios, Jesucristo, reina en tu corazón, Él es el centro de tu corazón, el centro de tu ser, y si no lo es, probablemente estés viviendo una mentira. I want to pray that we will forsake our lives and embrace the truth of Jesus Christ. Voy a orar y voy a pedirle a Dios que nos ayude a rendirnos a Él, a darle nuestras mentiras para que nos dé la verdad. Let us pray. Oremos.